The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tung. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. I'm your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insight into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And I'm currently on the road in the Fringe Festival with the Saints of British Rock in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And I have with me today Celeste and David, who are going to be talking actually for the first time on, on my show about walk-ins and starseeds what that means, and the role that they are here to play at this critical time here on planet Earth. So welcome, Celeste and David. Thank you, Peter. This is David. This is Celeste. Thank you. So perhaps we should begin by asking you to talk a little bit about what walk-ins actually are and uh, your own experiences, perhaps. Okay, well, I'll start out. Uh, Walk-ins are as old as as the Earth is. Since the beginning of the human civilization, walk-ins have been to this planet. Basically, there are three that people on your radio program would understand. One is a walk-in, one is a star seed, and one which we call Earth seeds, which is the human beings. Human beings, their seeds are born of the Earth. They are souls of the Earth. Uh, they, they reincarnate just like everybody else from all the other universes. Star seeds are, uh, souls from other planets, under other galaxies, other universes. Uh, they have been coming to this planet, uh, again, since the beginning. A walk-in is a different story. Um, all walk-ins are star seeds, but they, uh, it's it's a soul exchange uh, during while in the earlier times when you're do, writing your pre-birth agreements before you incarnate on the Earth Star here, there will be a group of people, and there will be say a soul who will decide that at some point during their incarnation they will want to leave for a little bit or for the rest of the duration, and at that time another soul will take their place. And when that occurs, one soul leaves, the other one comes in. The one that comes in, before they can even get on to any part or aspect of their mission, they have to finish all the uncompleted business that the previous soul has left undone. 
So it's uh, so David. Why 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 would some souls choose to come in as a baby in the regular way and depart relatively early, and why would others choose not to go through the birthing process and come in at a later stage? Will you just explain that to us? Many souls, uh, depending on their evolution level, uh, their maturity, their desires for for experiences, for for lessons. Uh, many will choose to just have the birthing process. They'll want to be birthed. They will want to be there, uh, say, during the earliest years uh, for the loving, the most loving time period of, of, of a young soul. Uh, as we all know, when you start getting into the teenage years and then becoming an adult, sometimes if somebody isn't very balanced, it can be a little difficult. Uh, souls, uh, many... Well, myself, for example, I walked in at the age of six. I did a soul exchange with a person. My first experience was looking up, and I was looking through water and seeing blue sky up above me. And then I saw a man jump into the pool that I was in and brought me up from the bottom of the pool. So the person before me was in was uh, in a, having a drowning experience, and that's when our souls were in agreement that the exchange would happen. Um, I can give Celeste the phone. Uh, hold on. I'll let Celeste tell her story. Okay, great. Well, we all have our stories, but I do believe that each of us enter in a very unique way. It is fascinating to me that how many walk-ins enter to the means of water. Water does play a great part in how many of us enter. I entered July 26, 1989, when my predecessor, who went into the Atlantic Ocean, uh, let's say it was Virginia Beach, Virginia, and she was literally starting to drown. And that was when the soul exchange was made was changed over from herself to myself. So as she left, I entered, which is what we all do. And I rose from the water, but of course, as she went in, she still had brown hair and was a heavier person. I'm not a very big person, but when I rose from the water, I rose with platinum blonde hair. So it's a very unique, very different for everyone. I have noticed, though, that there are many people who don't understand that walk-in starseeds, in every way possible, were all related because of the intricate process of genetic coding that we each have of our own and yet exchange through our own types of marriages that are off-world. You see, Peter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just intrigued now. So what happened when you walked in in that circumstance? What happened to your previous family, as it were, the family that, that the other woman belonged to? What, what happened? Well, it was extremely awkward, to say the least, because uh, she had two children who were just leaving for college, a boy and girl, and they took one look at me, and said, who are you? You're not my mother. And they left for college, and I never saw them again. <laughs> well, they just walked away. Yes, but you see, 
there are severances. In my case, it has been a blessing in disguise for them because David shares the same part of the destiny that I do in that because of the work we do, we are very large targets. And this at least ensures that they will be safe because we have known too many walk-ins who have encountered situations where the families do not understand and continually try to change the walk-in into being something that the walk-in really isn't. And it causes terrible animosity between families and their friends. It is not an easy time, but even starseeds. Starseeds have a lot to cope with themselves. Walk-ins, yes, we're here. Uh, 2012 is a pivotal year of change. And that's one of the reasons we are all here and seeking to join with not only other walk-ins, but all other star seeds, at least those we can, to create new changes in a better world. But no, walk-ins, this is not a new phenomena. Star seeds are not a new phenomena. This is, this has just been going on almost forever in the sense of linear timing, Peter. So you've just said uh, that 2012 is a critical time, and we've heard all sorts of stories about December 21st, 2012. So from your experiences and from your connection with spirit, what is your understanding of what this actually is about? Uh, two things. First of all, December 21st, 2012, is going to change over into December 22nd, 2012. It'll be another day. All right? It will be another day. It's the Mayan calendar is what's bringing confusion in because people don't understand that the Mayans never, ever said that that was the end of the world. It is not the end of the world. It is end of the lunacy that was brought upon this planet by the age of man, meaning human time, not specific males or, or females, but everybody. And it is the beginning of the now golden Time of God, which is now is known as the Golden Now. The Mayans stated it was the end of a cycle of life and the beginning of a marvelous new life, new civilizations. New life is going to be birthed here. Nothing is going to stop it. People believe in the illusions. They do not understand that illusions are nothing but fear that masqueraded as truth. I'm looking forward to December 21st just because once we get through it, people will understand, no, there will not be a rapture. No, nothing uh, is going to change overnight. The streets will not be paved with gold. They are not going to go outside and find that there's peace on earth. It's not going to happen that way. We are on the threshold of a wonderful, wonderful new life. But there is a progression that must be followed. There is a sequence of events that must take place before any of this can happen. And no one will, the people who still believe in the myth of of the uh, December 21st aren't going to believe me or anybody else who says what I say 
or what David says, until December 21st, 2012. So we're actually just coming up to our first break now, so I'm uh, just going to take that break, and when we return... I'm going to ask you very specifically what role uh, the walk-ins and starseeds have to play at this uh, critical time as we move through these next few years, in fact, from this moment forward. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you, to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Every life on Earth has the capability of knowing the world in a much more powerful way than what we've settled for. And Gaiam TV is there to support your journey in knowledge, awareness, and awakening. Our vision is to raise global consciousness by bringing viewers original interviews, inspiring films, and engaging series on today's most sought-after topics. We invite you to try Gaiam TV free for 10 days. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to claim your free trial. You won't look at your life and your world the same way again. That's G-A-I-A-M-T-V dot com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Just a reminder to go to my website, www.petertung.com, with all sorts of information there, all the radio shows, my latest newsletter, uh, and also www.myheartcenteredjourney.com, where we have our regular Ambassadors of Light class. The next one will be a week tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time, so check out those two websites. I have with me today Celeste and David, who are walk-ins, and they're talking about walk-ins and starseeds' involvement in this very interesting time of transition and awakening that we are in. So, David, I'm just going to ask you to uh, tell us a little about the role that the walk-ins and starseeds have at this critical time here on the planet. Well, Peter, from the very beginning, walk-ins and starseeds have always come to this planet to help progress humanity's evolution. Uh, many of the walk-ins are teachers phenomenal, just like yourself. 
I'm not saying you're walking. I haven't answered that <laughs> question yet. But <laughs> but uh, we're basically here to teach the teachers. Uh, there are so many changes ongoing right now, which uh, we know you are well aware of, and I'm sure your audience is, that people are getting confused. They don't know what to do. Uh, living a mortal life on this planet is not always easy as we as you well know linear time uh is an illusion uh time it was put here on this planet as a regulator or a governor so that people had something to follow through with something to focus and pattern their lives after but that time is is uh disappearing now it's evaporating um as we change and the planet continues to change, people are trying to figure out what to do. They're trying to figure out what spirituality really means. They're trying to figure out their purpose. Uh, many are trying to figure out why are we alone in this universe, which obviously we're not. But when we get trapped in the illusion of time here, people tend to forget that. And they forget the reasons why they came here in the first place, which... Planet Earth, the Earth here, has always been a schoolhouse planet. This is where people come to have experiences, to learn, to evolve, and they learn from the good as well as the not-so-good. You have to... uh, The best way I can put it is people should be able to walk all paths, which is basically uh, moving through all the different aspects of life we have so many different cultures on this planet and yet they they are all separate yet but they are still all one uh everyone here is connected to one another so they need to understand that the uh their purpose here is multifold if you walk all paths then you become a true human being uh you take from each one what suits you best and that helps you to evolve. And we are here to help them to remember uh, your your phone, your programs here. Every time you have a new guest on, something someone says at some point is sent out and it activates something, a memory, a dormant memory in somebody else that's listening to the program. That's what we're here to do through our teachings, through talking, uh, through just interaction on the street corner, we are awakening people. We may only meet them for a half a second, or we may know them for a year or two or three or five. It doesn't matter. We're all here to help people to remember. And, and how are the part. actual walk-ins and starseeds who've incarnated into a human physical form, how are they themselves doing? Ah. <sighs> I would like to say that everybody, all the walk-ins and starseeds are doing great, but if we look around the planet and see, I'm going to say, it's going to appear to be disorganized chaos out there when it's actually organized chaos. This has to take place. Everything has to unfold. No, it doesn't need to be as bad as it is. The wars, wars, well, they should never be. Uh, nobody should ever go without, but until people understand that, it's going to going to continue. Um, 
So one of the issues must be, I would imagine, um, feeling disconnected to other human beings and perhaps even feeling alone sometimes in the physical form, which doesn't feel like home in, in some form, in some way. Oh, absolutely, Peter. Everything in this uh, life here on planet Earth can be rather harsh. And for some, for on our home world, everybody works in cooperation with everybody else. Nothing is needed because everything is, is there. It's available. Here it is a much harsher reality. And one of the biggest difficulties that Watkins and Starseeds have are finding people of like mind. Uh, being around, uh, people that they, that are of their same evolution level, their same vibration and frequency that they can feel comfortable, they can feel themselves. Uh, it's, uh, yes, it is very difficult. So perhaps we should just get Celeste to answer this question because I know that, that you have a strong connection or your home vibration, David, is with Arcturus and with Celeste is with the Pleiades. So perhaps Celeste, you could tell us, um, why connection with Arcturus and Pleiades are important at this time for planet Earth? Oh, it's so extremely important. The Arcturian civilization, and I do use that term intentionally because we all have our own civilizations off-world. The Arcturian civilization is populated with some of the finest scientific minds the the male and female who have the greatest knowledge of the projections that take place of working in multi-dimensional arenas of traveling to different realms of using mind thought to accomplish so much and medicine medicine is forever being advanced for someday it may be needed on other worlds. And Octorians are famous. They're very well known for all these traits. We who are Palladians, we have our own scientists, our own medical male and female beings. We are also humanitarians. We are teachers. We, when need be, we are also warriors because that seems to come with the program in every one of our civilizations to protect ourselves against the onslaught of the unilluminated who still live on a, a dark planet. So the Arcturian genealogy is much like the Palladians. So we have our own ways off-world of forming our own families, of marrying into each other's civilizations, as do all other off-world civilizations. But the Palladians and the Octorians formed a, an immaculate type of a bond long, long, long ago when we, our planet, the uh, Palladians, I should say, when we were attacked time after time after time, it was very, very difficult continually fighting off the invaders, protecting our own beings. It's not Easy and yes, a lot is happens through mind thought, uh, through the the natural form of telepathy that we all use at home, along with sacred geometry, which is a, definitely something we all use when we're home. And the Octorians, although the other civilizations always race in 
to help any civilization that is being attacked. The Octorians not only raced in, many of them stayed and stayed with us for a very, very long time because we share uh, individual soul clusters, but all of us are under the main umbrella, which here would be called the Oversoul, the major Oversoul cluster. And so, yes, our races became an integration of Octorian, of Palladian, although, yes, there are the other civilizations who are a part of us. And it was just natural. It's just so natural for us as Octorians and Palladians in particular to simply work together. Our mind thoughts are so, so similar on everything. Yet, all of our civilizations, we all honor one another. We respect one another. And you see, Peter, we understand what spirituality really is. And that's something that we as walk-ins and many, many starseeds are having a darn hard time explaining to others here. You need to not only walk with one foot in each world, one in the world of spirit and one in the practical world when you're in mortal form, but you have to remember you are each God in physical manifestation. Spirituality means listening to the soul, allowing yourself to truly be the soul that you are. And that is the problem. Yet off-world, yes. And it's not that Octorians or Palladians or any other civilization is perfect. It's just that we've already been through so many, many, many generations of our own of disorganized chaos before our planets, our civilizations, entered into the form of organized chaos. So we can see more clearly what's happening here than other people do. They, they just don't understand that the universe, every universe, exists in a perpetual state of organized chaos. And it, it's perfect that way. It's a perfection to help create more generations, more civilizations, and more new worlds. So, yes, as Octorians and Palladians, we have a way of finding each other here that is part of our own, we who are walk-ins, part of our own pre-birth agreement that it's already known David would arrive at when he did. I would arrive when I did. Our agreement, again, to be here and do everything we can and to promote all the God work, everything that people need to understand better and help the teachers become better teachers. But it this may sound complicated, and I do not intend it to sound that way, Peter, because it's very simple. It's so simple that explaining it to others, and I'm certainly not speaking of you, may make it sound complicated to them. Right. And we're actually uh, coming up to our second break, and uh, we'll continue with this fascinating discussion on our return. return for awakening to conscious co-creation. Okay.
This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. In these changing times, the journey toward global consciousness has never been more important. Gaim TV is the first online video library dedicated to support your journey toward global and personal discovery. Our viewers enjoy unlimited access to our vast selection of inspiring interviews, engaging films, and award-winning wellness videos. And we invite you to try it for free. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to start your free trial. The journey starts now. That's G-A-I-A-M-TV.com. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. I'd just like to mention our sponsors for this series of shows, GaiamTV.com, G-A-I-A-M-T-V.com. Dot com to help open your mind, awaken your spirit, some original interviews with great visionaries, the world's first online video library devoted to supporting your awakening journey. And on the banner on the homepage for the show, there is a, a 10-day free trial for Guyam TV. So check that out. Get your free 10 days and find out some really important and uh, wonderful information at this incredibly important time here on the planet, as Celeste and David have been saying on the show today, triggering that awakening process in as many people as possible. So, Celeste, you have um, written some books um, about all of the, 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 the information you are talking about today, which is walking between the worlds. And I'm really interested, because uh, I know you write the, the books together, how that information actually comes through to you. Well, uh, we kind of consider this complete simplicity, but I don't think other people will. Uh, when God first approached us in 05 and said he wanted us to write his book, he said, book, B-O-O-K. He did not tell us until a year later that there were going to be eight books in his series, which people now call the God Book series. It's simple enough. I sit at my computer, David sits at his laptop, and we quiet our mind, and God speaks to us through um, telepathy, as well as adding some geometric symbols of light when he feels that it's appropriate to do so. 
And while, for instance, I may be working on, say, chapter one of one of his books, at the same moment, so is David on the PC, and yet we're both receiving all the information from God, but it's not repetitive. It's he, He's speaking to both of us at the same time, but telling us different things, completely different things, and we just sit there and type it. You know, it's it's so easy. It's if you can imagine, all right, imagine having a headset on, and you're listening to the Peter Tongue Show, and you're hearing everything that's going on because it's channeling right into your head, into your ears, because you are a conduit for that type of message, for that energy. And yes, it was part of our pre-birth agreement, and we we knew that. We just didn't know there'd be that many books. So we simply sit there. We're describes. We do not edit anything. We do not, we would never consider doing that because we're listening, we're hearing, we're feeling. And as we're writing, uh, we have to take very frequent breaks and get up every 15 or 20 minutes and move around because the energy that is required for these books is so extremely high that by the time we're done with a, a work day, we're pretty well exhausted. But it's a simple process. You know, it's you're, you're talking to God with your headset. What can be so hard about that? <laughs> well, there's a couple of things. <laughs> First of all, I've, I've read the latest ebook and it's very detailed and pithy. There's a lot of really good uh, high-level uh, uh, information in it. But I was also very aware that when I was reading it that it was also an energetic vibration that was coming through through the words on the page or through the computer, whichever the medium is, but very aware that that, that energy was present. So I, I do understand what you say. Now, I want to bring you back, though, because I think one of the most challenging things that people have to deal with in this world today is quieting our minds with all the distractions and the mental mayhem and the chaos that's going on. So give us an insight, either David or Celeste, on how you quiet your mind to receive this information. That's a very, very good question. David and I often speak about this because the most difficult thing we've seen people do is try to quiet their mind. And we've taught people, close your eyes if you need to, have your body completely relaxed and limp, and imagine that you're focusing on, say, a rose, something that is stationary, and see if you can maintain that focus for one minute. You'd swear we were trying to tell them how to climb Mount Olympus, okay? Nobody can do it. Yeah. It's the Peter, the problem is preconditioning. They are so busy, caught up in practical world lives, even very spiritual people, that they forget the need to quiet. For us, it's a little different. Now, I know David had a bit of trouble learning how to quiet his mind originally, and I'll let him explain that to you in a minute. But for me, all I can tell you is I just knew. I knew to quiet my mind, and my mind would simply become blank. It would be as though you had taken an eraser and cleaned off all the writing on a chalkboard so it was blank, and then suddenly 
the speaking begins. But I'll let David explain about his experience. Thank you. In the very beginning, before I address this, I want to say that walk-ins come in on many different levels. They're on different levels just like everybody else is on this planet. And some of the most evolved ones like Celeste, they actually come in with conscious recall, which means they remember everything from their off-planet experiences, uh, pretty much all their ever the previous experiences on this planet. Uh, I was not a conscious recall. I, it was a decision that I made, uh, that my soul made for me in this lifetime, which was to live an ordinary life in an ordinary way until a certain grid line came along when I was awoken. Um, when Celeste and I reunited, uh, she was trying to teach me how to quiet my mind. And back then, I was having a hard time with patience and many of those other wondrous virtues that we have to learn here. And uh, she told me to watch a rock grow. And when I have watched the rock grow, I will have learned patience. And I thought, oh, great, this will be fun. But you know one interesting thing? I sat down that afternoon and I just focused on this rock like she was describing focusing on a stone, on a, on a rose. And I focused on this rock and I stared at it and I stared at it and I watched it grow. My focus of my energy going to that rock actually made the rock grow, which is the same thing you can do with plants, trees, everything. If your focus and your intent is, then it becomes alive. Um, I finally managed to quiet my mind. At first, it was uh, trying to do it for 10 seconds, which is not always easy. A minute is really difficult. But once I had mastered that, then all of a sudden I could clear my thoughts out of there, and I would start hearing all these other thoughts in my mind in a voice pattern that was not mine, and I realized that these weren't my thoughts. And... I started connecting with these two beings off-planet, one named the Ancient One and one named Constant. And we would talk. We'd plan my day, everything that needed to go on. We'd talk all day long. They'd run me through all these exercises. And this went on for 18 months. And I'd take messages from them. I'd put them out. The reason I'm making this point is most people get very intimidated when they think, oh, my God, I'm talking to God. Okay. So uh, God, in his infinite wisdom, knew that I would probably be one of those people. So he came to me with two different voices, both himself. And 18 months later, my wife let me know that that's what happened. <laughs> and I've been speaking with God ever since. Everybody can. So we probably should, uh, should start chatting about the um, summit that you've got organized coming up uh, in September. So tell us a bit about that. Oh, the summit. Uh, this is not something we planned, that David and I planned. Uh, God just dropped that um, lap two months ago, yesterday, I believe, and said it had been decreed that the summit for the 2012 walk-in and star seeds had to take place. And he, he detailed the explanation of why so many uh, walk-ins and star seeds need to awaken, discover who they are, remember their mission, and then he followed with, they must remember, remember, 
remember. And he said that it was we were selected to take care of this and make it happen. So we took us it took us about two weeks uh, to select the, the right people that we felt would best epitomize the star seeds and walk-ins. So we chose Mark Kimmel, Ron Wadoff, uh, Renoli, Norma Hollis, Teresa Sixberry, uh, David and I, of course, and Zaz. And we're either walk-ins or starseeds. Mark and Ron are starseeds. The rest of us are walk-ins, and one of us is a starseed walk-in. And what we're doing is each one is going to interact with the attendees. This is not the old-style conference. This is an actual interaction. What can we do to help each other to further promote walk-ins and starseeds' abilities to form together, to join together, thereby strengthening their capabilities and their natural abilities that they came to this planet with. Because right now, it's one of the worst segregations that we've ever seen. And it's it's not the way it's supposed to be. Much rests on walk-ins and starseeds, being able to work together for the good of this planet. All walk-ins and starseeds need to be in service to others, not in service to self. And yes, there is a, a catalyst involved here, and that's very important. And it simply means that those who are faltering must stop. And the very teachers we selected to speak there are each going to have something magnificent to offer to the people attending. Sunday is the summit. That's a full day of panel. Friday and Saturday, we're all speaking, talking of our own experiences, reaching out to the other people, saying, let's look at at symbology here. Let's look at synchronicity here. Let's look at the commonalities. And you wonder why you think you were alone. You thought nobody else has ever gone through these things. We need to stop that alienation feeling. So on the summit part, which is Sunday, we as a panel will have an opportunity to address all the attendees and say, okay, let's put it in writing. What can you do? When you leave this place, you'll return to your home. Where do you go from here? I mean, it literally is a summit, Peter. Fantastic. We're coming up to our final break, and when we return, I'll ask you to tell all of our listeners how they can connect with you and, and where the actual conference is and so on with the, some details. Because hopefully, as people have been listening to the show, they've been uh, waking up and realizing who they are and remembering who they are. And that's the whole point of this summit indeed. It's Peter Tongue for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. In these changing times, the journey toward global consciousness has never been more important. TV is the first online video library dedicated to support your journey toward global and personal discovery. 
Our viewers enjoy unlimited access to our vast selection of inspiring interviews, engaging films, and award-winning wellness videos. And we invite you to try it for free. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to start your free trial. The journey starts now. That's G-A-I-A-M-TV.com. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tung. Uh, we were talking before the break with Celeste and David about the 2012 Walk-In and Starseed Summit. So, C- Celeste, just tell us uh, exactly what the arrangements are. Uh, you mentioned Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which I believe is September the 14th, 15th, and 16th. And, and where yes. is it? Yes, it is September 14th, 15th, and 16th. It's being held in Pagosa Springs, Colorado. Uh, what we did was put all the summit information on uh, one of our websites, which is www.bluestarspeaks.com, where people can see the photographs of each of the speakers, what their background is, what makes them the right people to be speaking at such an important event. And, yes, it's... uh, going to be pretty fascinating for everybody, I believe. And for the for the books that you've written so far, God Speaks uh, books, where, where can people access those? Oh, the, the God the, the God series, yes. Actually, you can find them on that website or go to our awakenedhearts.com website. We have them listed there under Rainbow Products. Amazon carries the, the paperbacks and the... Uh, what are these called, e-Kindle books, and that's really where people can find them there. But if they go to one of the other two websites, we have a critique there about each book with some brief excerpts about each book, simply of what God is saying, nothing to do with us, but what God mentions in each chapter in each book. So it's an easy read for people. It gives them a better idea of, why these books are important. And I can tell you that from the response we've been having since we actually first started writing these books, 
people are understanding. In fact, the first book we wrote, we asked Susie Ward to join us. So there were three of us who wrote the first volume of, and then God said, then I said, then he said. Okay. Well, I, as I say, I've read this latest book, and there's tremendous uh, information in it. And I'm just going to ask you to chat about one or two of the, the areas that I found most interesting. And uh, perhaps, David, I'll ask you to chat a bit about uh, synchronicity, because it's playing a huge role in my own personal life. It's a bit, it gets a bit silly uh, sometimes. Every day there's some remarkable, what I would call synchronicity, take place. So just tell us a bit about what that actually is. Well, we laugh about synchronicity all the time, David and I do, and we laugh about it with others who are walk-ins and starseeds. In its easiest way to explain this, synchronicity is a marvelous universal creation which brings people, places, and events into form, into a either physical form or into a spiritual manifestation at certain gridline intersections of your life. And it involves more than one person. It can be you walking down the street and suddenly there on the street is someone you hadn't seen for 20 years but had been desperately hoping that one day you'd be getting in touch with him or her. And bam, there they are. In a way, we sort of think about it as it's God's alarm clock. Because everything happens for a reason. And when synchronicity takes place, that co-joining of destiny, or fate if you prefer that, that term, with part of something that's been written in your individual soul contract, all come together in a beautiful, beautiful fashion. And it's a win-win situation. Because I've noticed with synchronicity, the more synchronicity is understood and respected for what it is, and the more people forget about those awful illusions of synchronicity that they call coincidence or happenstance, the more synchronicity continues to happen. So what can possibly be wrong with synchronicity? Absolutely. So perhaps we could get David uh, back in, and, and I'm going to ask him now about the significance of developing the light body uh, while incarnate in this physical realm. I'm sorry, Peter, I didn't catch the question. The question is I wanted to get you to talk about the light body and its role in terms of living in our physical bodies at this time and the importance of it. Oh, Absolutely. Um, first off, I'd like to say that nobody has to do anything spectacular or uh, stand on their head or jump up and down or anything else to to activate their light body. That is done through their consciousness. That's done through their their intents. Uh, as a person evolves, as a person learns more, as people uh, alter their belief systems. The, the the cells of the body automatically absorb light and they start expanding. And the body uh, will actually, uh, the body cells will start to alter, they'll start to get brighter, uh, 
the bodies are changing from a lower frequency to a higher frequency. Uh, everybody that's... Uh... Sorry, David's had to get a drink of water. His mouth is dry. Oh, okay. Everyone has the opportunity to alter their cellular part of themselves right along with their cellular memory, which opens more and more as more light enters into the cell. What happens then is the cells become so illuminated that they actually change in size. And the more illuminated and evolved a person is or becomes, the larger the cells become. You literally feel it. You feel differently. People look at you differently because it's been said by everybody I've ever encountered and those I know personally that every time they meet someone who is an evolved person whose light body has been rapidly developing or even slowly developing, you can see it. It's like their electromagnetic field, which people refer to as aura, but their electromagnetic field suddenly seem to become so expansive and they glow. Their eyes glow. Their hair looks different. It's a spectacular, absolutely spectacular way to live. But like David said to you and to your listeners, you don't have to do anything physical. You simply allow it to happen by being your true self. You're walking as a true human being as long as you're in mortality. But we who are walkings and starseeds, yes, we are doing that as well while we're still living our own lives as who we are off-world. And that is part of what light bodies are. Off-planet, yes, yes. Light bodies is basically all you would see is a being's light body because all those are all androgynous beings. They are all androgynous beings. So wearing a light body is simply the most normal, natural way for any of us to be. But on this planet, well, sometimes having a light body uh, can frighten some people away who have not yet reached that state because we feel so different than others who don't have it and they don't always know what to make of people whose life bodies are developing. Well, Celeste and David, we've actually come to the end of our time together. It's really gone quickly and sort of accelerated, which I guess is what does happen these days. So thank you both very much indeed for joining me today. I've really enjoyed uh, spending this time with you. Oh, it's been wonderful. Yes, Peter, thank you for having us on. And I would like to add really quickly, the difference between the summit and the conference that's coming up is this is going to be direct interaction with the people, one-on-one. Okay. Okay. Got it. With the people, one-on-one, all involved. That's uh, www.bluestarspeaks.com for the Walk-In and Starseed Summit. My guest next week will be Dr. Erwin Ludek, who will bring together the ancient healing techniques of Dr. Abhi Wickrama from the Sri Lankan shamanic 5,000-year tradition with modern-day technology being able to measure auric fields to see the shift that happens when people work with the powerful healing energies of Dr. Abhi. So Dr. Erwin Ludek on the show next week. 
Have a wonderful week. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring please join host peter tong for another edition of awakening to conscious creation next wednesday at 3 p.m eastern time noon pacific time on seventh wave network